back in 2020 and 2021, the world thought they got a taste of what homeschooling was. I remember seeing a meme and it was, I believe it was probably meant to be maybe Amish women, a couple of them standing there next to each other, just in their traditional clothing. And it said at the top or something like what we thought homeschool moms look like or were like, and then below the picture, you know, honestly, I don't even remember the exact picture, but it was like some awesome moms. Like what actual moms, <laughs> what homeschool moms actually look like. And so it was kind of funny to see those types of memes and things going around. And people really thought that they were homeschooling. No offense to anybody, but I would flat out tell people, you're not homeschooling and what you are doing is harder than what I'm doing. And no, thank you. I am not interested in doing what you are doing. You are doing the school at home and everything's very disfragmented. It just, most people were a hot mess and not that they didn't find a rhythm and not that you didn't come to homeschooling because of that. If you did, that's so awesome. But overall, people got a glimpse of how much work a homeschool mom puts in 24 seven. There isn't typically any type of usual break could be maybe have a babysitter. They go to grandma's uh, for a few hours once a week, but the real world really thought they kind of got a glimpse and us homeschool moms are like, uh, looking around. I was like, wow, that looks awful. What they're doing. Homeschooling is so much better. And even though those families I know put a lot of time and a lot of effort into it, As homeschool moms, we've been at this, or maybe you're just getting into it and you're starting right now. I want to talk about today, how do we work heartily? How do we work willingly? How do we really pour ourselves into this homeschool mom gig that we've got going on? Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Welcome to part four of this little series that I've got going on where we're talking about working heartily. Just as a reminder, this is based upon Colossians 3.23. The ESV says, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. The NIV and NLT say things like, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart and work willingly at whatever you do. And basically we're doing this for the Lord rather than for people. Our focus is on glorifying God and not necessarily for the applause of men. So that's what it's based upon. Notice I said part four. So if you didn't catch part one through three, you're going to go ahead and head back in the podcast app. It is labeled part one, two, three, four. Part one, we talked about a woman of God, your role as a woman of God. Part two was about marriage. Part three was motherhood just in the last episode. And today we're going to be talking about working willingly and working hard and staying focused on our role as a homeschool mom and doing it not for the praise of men, but doing it for the Lord. That is our focus day in and day out. 
very often I will run into many homeschool moms that are just getting into homeschooling, whatever their reason is that they want to. Most of it has to do with they want to pull them out of where they are. They don't want them to be in the situation that they currently are, most likely in a public state school. Not a lot are pulling from private, but some are, yes. But a lot of times they will focus on, they'll say, okay, what's the best program? And if you have not listened to, if this is you, do not listen to episode 28. Once you go back and listen to that, I talk about why parents shouldn't focus on the best homeschool program for a child and what you should do instead. But people basically just want a quick out. They're used to the programming of the schooling and they don't quite have that mindset of education and schooling being different. They don't realize, unfortunately, what they're missing by just taking their child from one program and plugging them into another program. Yeah, they're doing that program from home, most likely just on a computer, which you're missing out on so much when it comes to the homeschooling lifestyle. And our society as a whole wants a quick fix for most everything. They don't want to do the work. And so when it comes to homeschooling, we don't necessarily want to do the work of it. We're like, wow, that would be a little bit too much. And it's also our mindset thinking that we can't teach a child to read, can't possibly do that. Got to leave that to the experts to do it. Mom could never do that. I hope you sense my sarcasm. But our society, we just want a quick fix. We don't want to do the work. Homeschool is work. It can be a lot of work, no matter what your homeschool style is. But the rewards are countless and completely worth all of the work. Now, for me, I never planned to homeschool. Basically, it was the opposite. Homeschooling is the opposite of what my plans were. <laughs> but once I felt that call to homeschool, I'm kind of a 100% or 0%. And I'm trying to, I, not that I don't do things, not that I don't do it. I just, that's my boundaries is, nope, I can't do that. I can't. So then I'm going to do 0%. But if I decide to do something, I'm all in. I went 100%. I was like, okay, let's do it. We're going to do this. And I absolutely jumped in with two feet and just went for it. And I'm really glad that I did because I've seen that I didn't have to just kind of step in, wade in a little bit. We just, we just went straight for the deep end. And so it was never, never something that I planned on doing. And now look at me here. I'm encouraging you all to homeschool. <laughs> How kind of fun and crazy uh, the way that God works, right? And today I want to talk to you about how do we as homeschool moms, how do we work heartily at this role in this position of homeschooling and educating our children? Now I know that word, some people are like, oh, I don't like the word homeschool because it's like we're doing school at home. And I get that, but it's just as I use the word homeschool because it is just a common word that everybody can kind of understand. But do know that within that word of homeschool, it does not mean you're doing school at home. And most of us get into homeschooling and do school at home. We recreate the school at home because that's all that we know. Again, we think of schooling and we don't that we think that education is always synonymous with that. Sorry, I just put my microphone. I talk with my hands. If you didn't know, as I'm <laughs> good thing, there's no video on me because y'all think I was crazy. But we need to recognize that, you know, we do need to work heartily at this. And the first one is that we need to recognize that daily homeschooling is our priority daily. It's our priority. Yeah, you can have weekends off. We'll say that, but just daily, that is, we are focused on that. We've worked on our vision, our goals for our homeschool. And every day, it doesn't matter if it's during the week or on the weekends, that is our priority. So let's just focus on Monday through Friday the traditional, what we think of when school, you know, dad's working. So that's a great time 
to do school with the kiddos so that when dad is off work, we have time together as a family. We need to remind ourselves that homeschooling is our full-time job. I'm going to put job kind of in quotes there. No matter your homeschool style, whether you are classical or you are Charlotte Mason, Montessori, unschooling, no matter your style, it's your full-time job. Your full-time job might look different based upon your style and your goals for your homeschool and for your family and for your children, but it's still a full-time job. That's our priority. Day in and day out is the education of our children. Now, that doesn't mean that when I say that, there's that encompasses everything. <laughs> when I say education, I don't necessarily mean the you know reading, writing, and arithmetic kind of thing. I mean all of it. You want to instill character within them. That's a part of their education. You want to teach them how to do certain skills. That's a part of their education. It's not just the book work is, is kind of how I use the term education. We need to remember though that, or recognize, I guess I should say, that homeschooling is a sacrifice. It really is. And in our culture, in our society, we don't like to sacrifice a lot of things. We want instant gratification. We want everything and we want it all the time right now. But it is a sacrifice. I'm going to add this part here though, but it's a sacrifice that you will never regret. I have yet to find a homeschool mom who says, oh, I regret those 10, 15, 20 years of homeschooling my children. I've yet to find one. There's no regrets. It's a sacrifice that is 100% worth it. And you'll have no regrets. You'll look back someday and you'll say, I am so glad we did that. And I want you to focus on this season right now that you find yourself in with homeschooling your children. Whether you have younger kiddos, you have middle age, you have teenagers, or you run the whole gamut right there. Remember to focus on this, this season right now. There, there was a season before this, and there's going to be a season afterwards. But when we focus on this season, go back and listen to the previous episode, because this is related to motherhood, so that we can look back and say, wow, I homeschooled well, I stayed focused, I worked hard, and I wasn't looking for the applause of my neighbors or my family or anybody else. I knew that my heart and my mind was focused on working and raising these children and educating them and doing our homeschool all for the glory of God. And that, my friend right there, God will reward that. He will bless you because of that. Okay, so the first thing is, but when it comes to working hardly in homeschool, is I want you to recognize that daily homeschool is your priority. You may need to set up some boundaries. And I remember having to do this years ago. We lived two houses back and we had neighbors with kids who were um, younger. I think about aroundish was, or maybe they're both younger than my youngest. I don't remember. But when they got into the public school, I was homeschooling. And probably at that time I had, I guess, late elementary to early elementary, my kiddos were. And so she would, the mom wanted to go in and volunteer at the public school. And so she was like, well, Lee's around. She can watch my other kiddo. And she would contact me often to watch her child so that she could go into the public school to um, volunteer. Okay, that's fine that she wants to go in and volunteer. But I eventually had to put boundaries up. And and I couldn't say like, oh, I'm not home because she could look over and see my minivan parked in her in my garage and be like, yeah, she is home. <laughs> Plus, I didn't want to lie anyway. But I had to put up boundaries and say, I'm really sorry. I cannot do this on a regular basis. If it is 
you know, once or twice a school year, that's one thing. But I can't do this a couple of times a month because it really interrupts our day and what I'm trying to accomplish. There have been plenty of things that I have had to say no because this was a priority. This was my full-time job, my full-time gig here. And it was absolutely the priority. Not only would it just kind of throw off our day, and that doesn't mean you have to say no to everything. Figure out what it is that will fall in line with your vision and your goals. Go ahead back to episode, as I'm looking here right now. Okay, episode 51. Sorry, I should have been more prepared, but go back to episode 51 for how to create a homeschool vision and goals and why these help you to choose your curriculum. So if things don't fall in line with that, it's okay to say no. There's seasons in life when you can do things. Maybe you can't get involved in a certain community um, aspect that you want to right now while you're homeschooling, but you did before. There's going to be a season when you can do that later on. But right now, this is the priority is the education of our children. And again, education includes a lot of things. So maybe something does fall in line. We did a lot of volunteer opportunities and we did it as a family because that fell in line with the education with what I wanted to expose and um, explore and avenues and just different things I wanted to do with my children. Number two, I want you to homeschool well in your style, in your homeschool lifestyle, not your neighbor, not your friend from co-op, not this other mom that you know from church or that you met somewhere. I want you to homeschool well as fits with you. Again, what is your vision? What are your goals? What are you looking to accomplish with your children? Who are the young adults that you want to launch out into the world, basically? And I want you to accept, like, are we all introverts? Are we extroverts? Do we have a little homestead that takes a lot of our time? Do we live in the city where we have limited parks or limited um, outdoor places we can go to, but we take a focus and once a week we go ahead and do that anyway? No matter what it is, figure out what it is What is your focus? What is your goal? What are you working within? Work within those bounds. Work within the finances you have. Work within um, how your husband sees homeschooling. Work within whether you're introverts or you're extroverts and what your goals are for your family. And I know right now you're saying, what? A vision? A goals? I I, I don't know what you're talking about, Lee. I I don't have those types of things. I get it. I started out without those things either. And it was not a good start when I look back. I mean, it's a part of my journey and and what I, where I am now. So if you're there, that's okay. This is a part of your journey. And your goal, your mission right now is to move forward from that. Maybe you're saying, "I, I don't know what even our style is. I don't know what our teaching style is, what our learning style is. I don't know what our focus should be. All of these things, literally all of these things are in Clarify Your Homeschool, plus a lot more. But when I say plus, it's not like unmanageable. I did have a mom asking like, well, how much time should I devote to going through the course? She's like, I was thinking of maybe saying to my husband, hey, if I could get, you know, this certain night of the week, get an hour just to work on this, would that be enough? I was like, absolutely. If you can say, hey, can I, you know, can you get the kids baths and read them books? And for this one hour, I'm going to sit, I'm going to watch a video. I'm going to do my little homework. I'm going to put in quotes homework because it's actually fun homework. I'm going to tell you that it's when you're planning your homeschool stuff again, so fun. I just, oh, I love it. But I was like, that's perfect. In a few weeks, you'll be all the way through everything. If you devote that one hour to it and then think about it, those other days of the week. And, and I love that she had that idea because again, 
when it comes to us, what works for us. And so with Clarify Your Homeschool, like it's, it is a self-paced video course. So you can watch maybe during nap time every day or a couple days a week. That's your thing that you do is you go through some of the videos and you do some of that again in homework. I'm going to, I promise it's fun homework. I actually had fun creating it all and fun going through and doing it all myself too, just to make sure that it all worked. It was fun. But if you're saying, I want to homeschool well in my style, and I don't know what that is, that's what we do in Clarify Your Homeschool. You and I get to work together and you get to find that. You get to find what is it that gets my family going? What makes gets us excited? What are we passionate about? What do we want to do? How do we want to spend our days? You're going to head over to clarifyyourhomeschool.com right now, okay? And you and I are going to work together on that. And you're going to be able to then embrace and homeschool well in a specific style that fits your family. And then number three here is I want you to focus on each child and what is best for them. The number one indicator of success in, again, I'm using education. So here I'm using a different term education. I'm using because this is measured by scholastic education, maybe, or scholastic achievements. The number one indicator of that is a low student to teacher ratio. Even if you have 10 kids, you got one to 10. But when you sit down with that one child, you have a one-to-one ratio. And I want you to think of that. I want you to do that once in a while. Depends on how many kiddos you have. If you have an only child, you can go back a couple episodes. I did uh, an episode about that. But I want you to focus on each child and what is best for them. I want you to put down your preconceived ideas and do what they need. It may mean doing things differently than you want. It might mean that you have a child that is an extrovert or all your kids are extroverts and you're an introvert. It may require you putting your big girl pants on and getting into some co-ops and different programs, or it might be the opposite. You might be an extrovert. You might say, okay, I'm going to need to do my time with other people so that I can fill up on my energy at other times without my kids. Because going out, being out four to five days a week is too much for all of them or some of them. Now, this also has to do with our actual curriculum and what you choose. Maybe you want to do a certain type of style of homeschooling, and it's just not going over very well with one of your kiddos. I want you to adjust. I want you to meet them where they are. It doesn't mean that they can't move towards you, but they're a child. They're young. To ask them to completely change the way that they are learning best is too much for them. We as the mom, we are more mature and we can say again, put my big girl pants on and I'm going to adjust and I'm going to meet you where you are. And I'm going to put down what I thought that this homeschooling is going to look like. And I'm going to do what is best for you. Okay there, kiddo. And doesn't mean that they're always going to appreciate that. They might not. And that's okay. The goal is someday they'll look back and they'll appreciate it. But I would just want you to focus on each child and understand that this time with homeschooling, you get to know your children so much better because it's not just knowing like what their favorite colors are or how they like to eat their breakfast and then sending them off to school. We get to know our children very well and very intimately and we get to know all the nuances and we get to work with that. And it's, it's actually super fun. Number four here in my, how do we work heartily uh, for the Lord in our homeschooling? I want you to carry on in the hard seasons. There are going to be some years that are going to be very difficult. 
And notice I said some years. Every single year of homeschool is different. And that's okay. It's actually good. And it's very normal. Because you have to think about your kids and their dynamics. I mean, not only do they look different. I mean, how many of you have taken a picture the first day of homeschool and taken a picture the last day of homeschool and looked at them and been like, are those two different kids? Because in some seasons, they grow and mature physically so much more. Or even if you just take a first day of school from especially uh, boys in high school, that's where I'm at right now. And I'm like, is this the same child if I take a first day from, say, ninth grade and first day to 10th grade? I'm like, wow, you don't realize that in front of you that they're growing and changing so much. And so every season is different. And there's going to be some seasons that are hard. And there's going to be some years that are hard in some areas, but then easy in other areas. I want you to recognize that it's completely normal. You're okay, mama. You are okay. Your family's normal. I mean, we're all homeschooling, so we're not normal, but not normal in a really good way. <laughs> but it's good. It's it's a good thing to just recognize this. But I want you to carry on because that hard season isn't going to last forever. And the fruit and the blessings that come from that hard season are even more sweet. They're just, they're just sweeter. It's, you'll recognize it even more when you go through a hard season. When my kiddos were all in ele- between elementary, I think I had three of them in elementary and then like two in elementary and one in middle school, there were quite a few years there that I wanted, I'll be honest and tell you, I wanted to throw in the towel. It was really hard. I was bouncing back and forth between them. And looking back, I'm like, okay, you probably could have chilled out a little bit, but it was just, there was just different needs that each of them had and it was exhausting. But I knew that going back to number one, that I said, I recognized that the homeschooling and the education, my term, my uh, definition of education, that was the priority. And so that was my full-time job. And I was exhausted every single night. And some years were so hard. And then suddenly one year we got into, and I was like, wow. Okay, we we broke the the hard years curse, <laughs> but I'm glad that I did not quit. And sometimes it takes your husband saying, "No, remember what our goals are. Remember what we want to what we want to accomplish to kind of bring you back down." And then also, if you're feeling like quitting, take some time. Don't go and make any rash decisions right now. Take a couple of weeks. Maybe emotions are running a little high. Maybe there's just other things going on but I want you to carry on during the hard seasons because I absolutely promise you that it will be worth it on the other end. Okay. And you can do this mama. I know you can. And when the world is screaming for your attention in other areas, you say, no, this is my season of life where I'm going to work heartily for the Lord and I'm going to homeschool. I am going to do it so well. I am going to make this my focus. And again, go back and listen to the previous episode to this about motherhood Because the two things are intertwined when we homeschool. We don't say like, okay, I'm your mom right now. Oh, now I'm your teacher right now. It's not that. We're just mom. (laughs) I don't even call myself teacher. It's just, I'm mom. And, but this is just one more part of what I do. The next door neighbors or a couple kids down, couple houses down, don't see that they don't have that. Their mom is their mom and their teacher is their teacher. But when you homeschool, it's all one. So recognize that as well. I enjoyed this episode. I hope that it encouraged and blessed you and brought you up. I hope that I didn't end on a downer there with talking about hard seasons, but I do really enjoy talking about the truth and reality of things so that you recognize that it's not just you because we can become an island as a homeschool mom and not realize that others are experiencing and feeling the same things. 
If you need more encouragement, I want you to go back and listen to all of my homeschool episodes, which is probably most of them. There are some homemaking and there are some motherhood ones in there. Basically, like I just said, we talk about homeschooling in all of them because it's all one. It's, it's a, it's a lifestyle. It's how we, it's how we live. And if you're ready to join some other moms who are working heartily in their homeschool as well, you're going to find them in Clarify Your Homeschool. You get to bond with them in the student uh, community group as well as on group calls, but you really get to walk through this step-by-step. We're going to figure out your vision, your goals. We're going to dismantle what your thinking is of schooling and education, that foundation. And so why do I call it Clarify Your Homeschool? Well, we want to gain clarity, absolute clarity about what does homeschool look like for your family, whether you have little ones and you're just thinking about homeschooling or you're planning on bringing some kiddos home from school, or maybe you've been homeschooling for a few years and you're saying, I I have no clarity. We just kind of, I buy some books and we do those books and that's it. I don't necessarily have a vision goals. I don't have a focus. I don't have reasons for why we are doing the things that we are doing. That's what we're going to do and clarify your homeschool. Being intentional about everything we do in life and especially in homeschool is something that I'm super passionate about. And I don't believe that we should be homeschooling without doing it intentionally because I think we're missing out. We're missing out on so much more that God has for us. All right. This has been fun. Next week, we're going to have part five of the living well and working heartily for the Lord. If you didn't catch the other episodes, go ahead back. But this has been fun. So I will be back and I will see you back here on Monday. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.